Hello and welcome everyone to episode 26 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, lots of work as usual, but um, I'm here to enjoy in the reprieve that is One Piece. <laughs> The, the the work distraction. It, it seems like you're starting to catch up <laughs> at least yeah. a little bit. So that that's that's definitely good. That and um the the manga's going on break after uh the the next chapter after we record. Oh okay. Uh, after this episode, yeah. So you're you're, you're speaking nice of One Piece because it could be any. Yeah, yeah, One Piece. Okay, okay. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. One Piece is going. The manga's going on break for a month, so I will be using. This podcast to fill in that one piece shaped hole in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> we are slow. It's our chance to really catch up now. Exactly. Yeah. He, Oda's doing us a favor. He's taking a break for a month. So we could be like, all right, you know, that's an extra like 20 chapters of uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 20 chapters closer. Yeah. 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 We can, we can manage that. I guess before, before we do that, we should probably finish up the arc that we're on. Time yeah. to wrap up Little Garden and see how it all goes. And I gotta say, reading through these chapters, I was surprised just how little fight there was left. Yeah, we're basically done. Well, so it's weird, right? Uh, and I, I don't want to get too, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into it when we get into it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. I guess yeah. we should actually get into it then with chapter 126, Instinct. And it's time for our third cover story. <laughs> and Django is next up. Yeah. Which is funny, yeah. So th- that's the fun thing about this. I'm in brand new territory when it comes to these cover stories because I was uh, familiar with Buggy and Kobe because they mm-hmm. got adaptations. Every other right. cover story from this point, I believe, never got adaptations in the in the anime, which is weird considering, you know, it seems like prime filler opportunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I can't say for certain if they've never been adapted, but I certainly don't remember. Yeah, I don't... I, I feel like I would... Well, whereas, like, with the buggy and the Kobe one, I'm like, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. The rest, I... I believe I somebody in the comments mentioned, in regards to these, that the reason they stopped is that they apparently had some of the lowest ratings. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. It's like, where's That's Luffy? Fair. I don't want to watch it doesn't have Luffy. Yeah, you know what? That's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, this, this is the kind of thing that would be perfect for, like, a, like a OVA or, like, a... Like, w- what we do now is that, like, One Piece has TV specials every couple of years that are basically just, like, reanimated arc recaps. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're they're not really that useful, you know, because it's like, here's a very Cliff Notes version uh, of what you've already seen, but with prettier animation. And the prettier animation is nice, but it would be cool to just, like, have actual side stories get adapted into, like, TV specials. That'd be so that way you don't have to worry about the ratings. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, don't, I honestly have no idea what we're in for with Django because yeah. it literally is just these, by the him way. waking up. All of the cover stories I've kind of just like, I just kind of blew over. So, yeah, there's, nice. I, I remember bits and pieces of some. But, yeah, this Django one, I have I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's all, it's funny we're going back all the way to the, uh, what, third, yeah. third arc? Yeah, basically. And it, it's funny when you think about it because after they... Don't want to spend too much time on this, but like after yeah. we beat Django, like that was it. Like there was no sort of uh, resolution for that character. So it's it's funny that we sort of we see him wake up after everybody's long gone. Yeah, they just all kind of forgot about him. Eh, go like, figure. Every- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So I'm 
we will follow his adventures. I, I'm genuinely curious to see where he goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess into the chapter proper, we got that burning inferno thanks to yeah, Usopp what a and Luffy. Great visual, like Man, dear God. Yeah. And it, it's just see them all caught in the middle of the flames. Meanwhile, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Three just screaming, "I'm burning up!" Because he was surrounded by that wax. <laughs> yeah, I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I love Luffy's mention. It's like, are they going to be okay? I'm like, I have yeah. no idea. Really, they shouldn't be. They really <laughs> shouldn't be. But it does not take long for Mr. Three and Miss Golden Week to run into the woods as wax falls all around Karu. And <laughs> man, I, I love this bit here. With to Yo, yeah, the, every... Oh, man. The, the denouement with uh, Mr. Th- Mr. Five and Miss Valentine where she's, she's ready to just crush Usopp's head with her guillotine, which I got to say is kind of a devastating idea (laughs) for for how that's all going to go. But then the girls coming out with the save, both smacking her at once and knocking her flat. What I want to know is so like, well, I guess, yeah, like if Miss Valentine can uh, change her weight, like what weight was she at when Nami and Vivi hit her? That is a very good question. If she was in mid-air, then she was light. But if, like, did she change... I guess I'm wondering what the timing was. Like, did she change herself to heavy in mid-air? Or was it close... Like, like, how how easy was it for to get knocked away? Yeah, she's already (laughs) coming down. Like, there's... there's, Seems to be speed lines indicating that she's on the way down. But it might be that she's going up and we're misinterpreting it. She's just raising up at that point and she's light. Which I guess does make more sense. But my my uh, it's, looking it's a, it's at that a dumb piece, little thing either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that too. I, I I see that panel though. My thought is she's coming down, but I guess mm-hmm. it is more likely she's coming up because I don't think she'd be knocked away that easily. Otherwise, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's just what would make it would make sense to me, but mm-hmm. not hugely important. I love how Usopp is also just like not impressed looking at the burnt up Nami and <laughs> and uh, Vivi. Who had a lot of their clothes burned away? He's just well, like, be lucky you're for some alive. reason. Nami specifically, yeah. Usopp, my goat. He's just doesn't even miss a beat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like whatever. It's like Vivi's outfit is pretty much intact. She's like has a few tatters. Nami's yeah. lost her entire shirt. And, yeah, you um, know what? Uh, I think I pretend I do not see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do we want to mark? This is the beginning. I think this is the beginning. I think so. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think it's the beginning, um, more so once Sanji gets here, and then it just kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes that uh, makes sense. I don't remember having the brawl having so much detail in the anime. Let's put it that way. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they I toned I, it. I certainly don't recall down a little bit, but God, Usopp again. Honestly, the MVP of this fight, this entire fight. Yeah. Oh my right. God, this was so cool because. <laughs> Luffy might have been the one to light it on fire, but he's the one that set that whole thing up and really took down Mr. Three's armor, took down, he's, freed everybody, and takes down Mr. Five. But that, his, yeah, the tactics, using his lies, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, you know, he says, you know, that he's going to fire his exploding star. And then, you know, Mr. Five's just like, you fool. <laughs> and it's like, ah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a pepper sauce. <laughs> <laughs> he's just and all just on that, fire. That, that close up grin. Oh man, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'm proud of how far our boy has come in such a little little time. Mm-hmm. Although 
it was not going to end well for him considering he was about to get completely blown up with a full body blast. But, you know, yeah. Zoro out here with the save with his flaming onigiri. Flaming onigiri. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Cutting him up and setting him on fire. Just holy crap! <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm happy. I, like, like every everybody got to be cool for these past couple pages, and it just like that's a really satisfying way to end the fight. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not not one character missed a chance to be just freaking awesome. The whole set. It's something you don't see a lot in other manga, at least to my recollection, with these type of yeah, things. This, where... this is like I don't know if I guess it's like it's kind of a team fight, but like it's more of a team finish. Yeah. I'd say it's more yeah. of a team finish because it, just how they all just complemented each other so well. Last week, seeing Usopp and Luffy fight together was pretty cool, though. Like, I don't think that's a thing that usually happens. Uh, yeah, it is. Man, it is really noticeable looking at the other two. Like, Zoro has, like, just looks a little charred, but not really, not losing any clothes at all. The most yeah, you'll see no, is, I, like, where he yeah. actually cut himself. <laughs> yeah, jeez, man. <laughs> that, gotta, gotta preserve that detail. Yeah, yep, you gotta have that. And that just leaves Luffy and Kurt Carew chasing after Mr. Three to take him down. And we get one final t- uh, tactic by Three, the Wax Wax Mansion, where there's yep. just tons and tons of wax Mr. Threes all spread out through, through the forest. And he's like, all right, you, you got to pick one. Who is it? Who's the real one? And uh, as soon as you pick the wrong one, I'm stabbing you in the heart. There's no way you can take me. I, I'm I'm too smart for you. <laughs> a lot of lot of uh, talking smack at, at this point in the fight. You know, like <laughs> everything has gone wrong, and so I, I appreciate you, Mister Three, for uh, trying one last time to you know get one over on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of and course, I love uh, the, to, to I love no avail. <laughs> I love just the the quick setup and payoff. Is like you're just a powerful yeah. Ofu hacks only on instinct, and of course Luffy does the gum gum stamp. Gets yep. him right in the face, right in the and face. I think strong enough to like break the tree behind him. Yeah, yeah, you can see the tree crack behind him. <laughs> like he <laughs> took him out, and so he's good. like, "How did you know? Instinct, instinct. Hell yeah!" The, the thing, I w- <laughs> the thing I was going to bring up when we started recording was that like last week, after we had recorded the previous episode, but before this one, uh, another friend of mine had like discovered that there's like a. A, a secret third uh, English One Piece dub, you know, not from 4Kids, oh. not from Funimation. Um, and it was an uh, English dub dubbed in Singapore. Um, and the clip that they showed was this scene. And I was like, I remember this scene. And obviously the the, the dub for the Singapore dub was this horrible. Uh, but it, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was them sending that clip to me. I was like, oh yeah, this part. But like, wait, how does this happen again? <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't connect the dots between, you know, Mister Three getting the mess smacked out of him, and like, I was like, how did, how do we get there again? So, there you go. It's, it's funny that another thing I noticed. It's completely unintentional, but man, it's funny how the M's look like threes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, it just happened to be that way, but yeah. Also, I love that Karu even gets a victory, and she, he's, he's the one that takes down Miss Golden Week. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quack. <laughs> yep, that's all it takes. <laughs> and then we ended off, there's still one more member of the crew we need to see, and it's Sanji. Yeah, like, Not here to be the last-minute victor or anything like that. He just sat down and enjoyed some tea. 
Yeah, it was God because uh, last time he like he found the little like wax house and he was like, oh, that's weird. And so next thing we know, he's having tea and he's just like, oh wait, I shouldn't be wasting time. And, uh, and then that's when we get a phone call from a uh, well. <laughs> I love that Sanji he picks up the phone and he's like, hello, this is Restaurant Lake Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make a reservation? Uh, and I I I question the intelligence of Mister Zero here. It's like you'd think that would tip him off <laughs> that like yeah yeah i think something's up with mr three here he's like stop fooling around he's like oh that's it you know can't can't seemingly recognize his voice <laughs> i guess not you, you would think he would be like you're not mr three but uh, okay sure all right there yeah there we go uh that's where the chapter ends we've got uh <laughs> sanji on the line with mr zero the the actual big bad of this whole whole shebang yeah which honestly is a great way to end it just because it's like oh my god <laughs> like that was yeah you know, yeah quick oh, actually <laughs> seeing what this is all about just very very cool and honestly what a great like all wrapped up in a single chapter just finishing off the fight and yeah oh yeah really satisfying a good way to transition into our, our kind of following action for this arc yeah because honestly the rest of it is all just finishing it all yeah. up epilogue type stuff but let's move on to chapter 127, the snail phone And with Django, we see that, yep, he's been left behind. Yeah, just, just by... <laughs> oh, poor, poor guy. Yeah, I've seen him in the distance. He's just like, ah, oh, don't leave me. Yeah, it's, that's a problem. So, by the way, is did the cat flag always have tears under its eyes? Is that a new thing because of the That's a good question. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. I have no idea, but either yeah, way, to look into that. Django's left behind, and I, I'm I'm wondering if it's the style is going to be more like Buggy or more like Kobe. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, <laughs> so far these are pretty funny. So mm-hmm. it's just like, well, I forgot all about them. <laughs> and getting into the chapter proper, we got the uh, precursor to uh, Deku Tears. <laughs> Thanks, <to> yeah. Buggy. <laughs> yeah, just all. I, what I can't tell is like. Because it's like, is he crying so hard that he's making a rainbow yes. in that first panel? Okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, was the rainbow there just always? But <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, he, but he is crying so much that it's uh, creating a rainbow. Yeah, I, I love in the next page, you see it just like coming down like a waterfall, like pooling up <laughs> around everybody. Yeah, yeah, even Zoro says, like, they're like a waterfall. Yeah, so salty. And even <laughs> even Usopp is crying along with him. It's just like, ah, oh, poor guy. <laughs> and hey, all of a sudden Dory's awake. He's yeah. not dead. <laughs> He's alive. He's well, alive. I love everybody, everybody has like the, the popping out eyeballs. I, I love how casual <laughs> Zoro looks and he has the pop out <laughs> eyes. Just utterly ridiculous. Yeah. It's all good. It, it worked out because it turns out their weapons are so worn and rusty and not really sharp that it didn't really pierce much. It just hit him enough that yeah. it knocked him out. You know, well, I mean, like, a, like a, a dull knife is kind of almost worse. Yeah. Like, ow. I guess, I guess it was enough that it just, because of his previous it injury fa- and yeah. the, the sheer blow of it was enough to knock him out. Like, a, like it was more like it a wasn't club. It was fatal. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, oof. Still, though. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's definitely an oof. But it's, it's nice. It's, it's nice to see that, like, he's he's happy that his friend is alive. Oh, yeah. This, to see the reunion, like we said before, just the meeting these guys for the first time. It was yeah. cool. It, you just immediately grew to love the two. Yeah, yeah. To oh. see them actually back together, hugging each other and all happy. It's a good yeah. feeling. It's a good, oh, it's a good ending. 
<laughs> you know, despite the, despite what happened, a very happy, uh, you know, a happy resolution for these characters. Mm-hmm. And of course, immediately back into, a, into fight mode because you know he's like, "Are you that proud of yourself for just knocking me out?" And just <laughs> immediately fighting. But yay, um, Dory's alive. Mm-hmm. Everything's happy. But let's yep. get back to Sanji, who's talking to Mister Zero. Man, this is such a great scene. <laughs> oh yeah. Just seeing how Sanji kind of plays it, and he's like, because yeah. he's he's the one working with kind of the least amount of information compared to everybody. He's not interacted with Baroque Works at all. Yeah, he's has, he has no idea what's happening. <laughs> but I mean, I love how like he he picks on it pretty easily, and he's like, oh wait, you know, Mister Zero is the guy that uh, is the leader of Vivi's enemies, so he must be one of the Seven Warlords. It helps that yeah. Sanji tends to be one of the smarter uh, members of the crew. Yeah, uh, relatively. Sanji's trying to figure out what to say and. Just says, "Oh yeah, everyone who knew your secret, they're dead. You can call off the yep, hunt." You know, trying to trying to <laughs> take off the heat. Like we're, we're still being hunted, so you know, let's let's try to pretend that everybody's dead. It makes sense, and we find out. Oh, the unluckies are on the way, and uh, they're going to deliver something. The eternal pose to Alabasta. Yep. Oh boy, boy, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, and well, we have well, one, we we're sort of getting more shots of Mister Zero here, like kind of understanding what he looks like and where he's at but you know the mm. information that he's got like it's the most we're, the time has come to begin the most crucial part of our plan you know so the things are kind of ramping up and then there's like this giant alligator with a banana on its head yeah in the background. it's quite huge just hanging out and he's in a very swanky place he's pouring himself yep. in wine he has ice next to him yeah he looks like a crime boss yeah it, it just this nice swanky look yeah even even more so than Arlong really yeah I mean, Arlong was just kind of business casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then the Unluckies arrive, and I love how ridiculous they are. I love the Unluckies yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. just, just those stairs. Got, got a gun on his back. Yeah, and yeah. taking out the the, claw, the bladed scallop. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sanji's just like, what the heck's going on? Yeah, kind of dispatches of him pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, he gets, also gets can't tell animals that well because he just he yeah. calls the otter a four-eyed monkey. monkey like i sure <laughs> <laughs> and i i love how he just kind of breaks i don't know the the vote i forget which is which but the vulture's neck yeah like, that <laughs> looks brutal <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah a little like spin motion on the leg like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah well then i love I, I, he just like picks right back up after that he's like oh no, no nothing you know <laughs> He, he kind of gets caught in the lie here where he's like, turns out the Straw Hats are still alive trying to explain that, that little kerfuffle. And then, you know, Mr. Zero picks up on that, like, I thought you said you killed them. <laughs> Just that subtle look at how angry he is because yeah. he grabs that flower mm-hmm. and you see the water suck up, like Ooh, disappear yeah. almost. And then the flower itself completely Ooh. withers. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, but that is... Oh, it's like, yeah. what is that power? Like, yeah, like it it's almost seems like able to either drain things or wither things based on just yeah, being wow. able to touch that's, them. I, I hadn't thought about that, what that was, but that's actually really cool. Yeah. That's a really cool way to show that. Just that little indication of what kind of power he has. Yep, makes him so yep. dangerous. You can just feel he does not accept failure whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, it's very... God, just, you know, the 
inked in shadow, just like this guy is a complete boss. Mm-hmm. And and even even over the phone, you know, he's he's intimidating as hell. Oh yeah. The call ends. He hangs up, and the first thing he's like, "Hey, uh, Miss All Sunday, go off, Mister Three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, have Mister Two off, Mister Three. <laughs> yeah, just like that's it. You know, mm-hmm. just first thing after the phone calls, like, yeah, all right, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I also I love how he loves his alligator because or crocodile or what I guess probably crocodile since he is named crocodile because mm. he has a framed portrait of that thing in behind him. <laughs> wow, that's very very true to the theme. I do love uh, Miss, Miss All Sunday kind of petting it in the background. Yeah, she she seems good with animals from what yeah. we've seen so far. And oh man, the the way those those things are linked to her is saying to have three disposed of. Yep. So good. And I like how she doesn't seem that intimidated by a Crocodile. Yeah. Because no, she's just like, oh, you're not. so ruthless. It's like, no, no, I'll do as you say. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's it's really good stuff. And Sanji, surprisingly, after goofing off most of the arc, kind of saves the day because he finds that he gets that Alabasta log, uh, log post. It's like, all right, we have a direct yeah. line to Alabasta. <laughs> Yeah, because the the whole setup was that we were supposed to be stuck here for a year. Yeah, I, I, yeah like I said, I, I could I just, not remember how they got off the island. Yeah, I completely love how he just lucks into that. Like, oh yeah, well, we'll send you one. Oh, okay. But it also <laughs> we'll makes sense it. because your mission was to go yeah. here and take care of this. Now you're done. Exactly. I need you to come directly here. It doesn't. It doesn't feel contrived. Yeah, and it, it's interesting how I, it's, it's sort of an interesting peek into how some folks might like have to navigate this world if. You're like, he has to get sent the log pose to go to Alabasta. Yeah, and it, it's sort of like these. It's sort of like a thing that you know, kind of like, all right, I'm gonna have to mail you <laughs> the directions <laughs> to get there. Exactly, and man, even just another great setup where the return of Smoker. Oh, well, should we the transition into the next chapter proper? Oh well, no, or, they have that... they, they indicate Smoker at the bottom there. Uh, after that, it's like the Grand Line, Captain oh, Smoker. We well, just intercepted a very interesting transmission. Yeah, wow. I had I'd already moved on to the next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, wait. <laughs> I was the one who got ahead of himself. Ah, uh, it's all right. I do love the little idea, like ID the, the that they have there that it you can't obviously see it right now, but it says Smoker above Marine. So he's yeah. he has a per- so he has personalized his own flag. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yep. Because I mean, he is a oh, I guess he's captain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does everybody at the rank of captain and higher have their own personal personalized ship? Hard to say, but uh, either way, there there is an SBS, but really there's nothing to mention about it. It's just yeah. silliness. So let's move on to chapter 128, Pirate Pride. And sure enough, uh, Mr. Zero, Crocodile, was saying about how don't want these transmissions getting intercepted. And <laughs> they got intercepted. They got intercepted. We got Shigi there. Apparently she picked up a new sword. <laughs> of course. The fine fine grade sword Kashu. So that is uh, pretty cool. I love this artwork. Them just flying on a pterodactyls. Yeah, <laughs> Sanji uh, the hanging on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's a great adventurous spirit. I think yeah. that really makes it stand out. But uh, yeah, we go back to back to them and. Mm. Apparently, we have black transponder snails that are listening devices. <laughs> Undercover. 
we we've gone through like three different names for these snails. Like what was the the first whatever the first one was, then a snail oh, yeah, bone, I was, and then I a transponder snail. Up. I think transponder snail is where we that that is the one they choose. <laughs> it's yeah, it seems like I, I it. think that's the one that sticks. I think you're right, but the only part of the message they caught from that interaction was. Did you, Princess Vivi, and Straw Hats, yes, mission accomplished. And I've been trying to look out for this. Is this the first time we've heard the crew referred to as the Straw Hat Pirates? I've actually not been paying attention, so hmm. you would be, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe. I, I, I know they've referred to Vivi <laughs> as Straw Hat. Straw Hat, yeah, but I don't know if we've, like, they've been officially called the Straw Hat Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, this might be, that might be the first time I, I hadn't been looking out for that. I don't know. I'm going to say it might be, but I also <laughs> love how they they further tie in Smoker to what's going on because they they caught Mr. 11. We saw we yeah. found another Baroque works Baroque works agent. And boy, they are not subtle because that the one on his cheek is around his nose like yeah, he's like I oh, I love it. Mr. 11's like no, uh, the criminal organization never. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be absurd. Yeah, that's that's you that's, know, that's, that's like, weird. Pay no attention to the 11 on my face. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Smoker just immediately play, plays him. It's like, then explain the orders we found in your pocket. What? I thought I burned them. Ha, there was nothing in your pockets. <laughs> oh, get baited. <laughs> and it basically all just serves as setup to get smoker to alabasta yeah pretty much it's like okay that's where they're going that's where we're going and i love when there's multiple multiple factions in play in a story it's one of my favorite yeah. tropes and yeah, already we have we've got three yeah we got baroque works we got smoker we got the straw hats and yeah. yep. that's that's some great setup already i actually uh i man, I, I don't remember what role smoker really plays I don't either. In Alabasta. So I'm interested to see like where that sort of third layer comes in. Agreed. I sort of, I remember sort of the aftermath, but I don't remember what happens in like the, the story itself proper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm same way. I'm very foggy on those details. Back to little garden. They're all patched up and they're like, okay, we, uh, we want to repay you, but not sure what to do because it does take a year for this log post to reset. Meanwhile, I love how the boys are just like, Oh, we're going to steal miss all miss, uh, all Sundays, uh, not my All Sundays, Miss Golden Weeks rice crackers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they just stole them. Yep, and there's also just this wonderful friendship forming between Nami and Vivi. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I, I don't think I, I pointed that out previously, but it is something I've noticed. Like that they've pretty much like as soon as soon as things got rolling with um, figuring out Vivi's true identity, it feels like the two of them have like just kind of grown a friendship. Yeah, it, so it, it's nice to see. It, it's very nice to see. Uh, you love to see it. It's fun. I guess it's Usopp that calls this out. It's like, let's have a rice cracker party. Hey, Nami, dance for us. Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> and then he gets whacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think I think Luffy says to do it again to smack him again <laughs> because he thought it was funny. <laughs> wow. A bunch of Looney Tunes. Uh, and then Sanji finally reunites Yep. And he's just like, ah, oh, you're all safe. Thank goodness. And it's like, what the, are you Mr. Three looking at Dory? It's like, how do you know about Mr. <laughs> Three? Holy crap, Nami, you're beautiful. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, face. there we go. Uh, it's pretty much, uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> yeah, but I will also say, it's not like she's, like, yeah, she's down to that article of clothing, but it's also not like she's 
drawn in a seductive way. It's just it it it, it, it gets worse. Yeah, it, it's oh, this I is know not it the worst worse. example. Yeah, it, I know it gets, it gets worse. worse. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely just it's just it's a it's like one panel. So I'm like, ah, okay, it's a little eye rolling. Yeah, but, you know, there are, it's more of just like okay, this is where this is where this starts. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I know there is one movie, one of the movies that is infamous for its. Oh, um, that's uh, movie seven. Yeah, movie seven. Yeah, very, very jiggly. Yes, it is. It's Anami becomes a dead or alive character. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh. Uh, anime. I mean, we we have found. I, I forget who did this joke originally, but yeah, we found the secrets to uh, perpetu- perpetual motion, and they're in women's breasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I bet you could probably make a whole anime about that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> But, hey, it worked out. Sanji, even though he was late, he's like, hey, I got Baroque's works off our trail. And he's like, oh, we're stuck? What's to keep us here when we have this? And he shows off the pose. <laughs> it's, and, just, it's just so casually. Yeah. We're all good. And also, a nice touch, Nami took Sanji's coat. Yeah. Huh. That is a nice little touch. Yeah. He's a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, he's a gentleman. Yeah, we're getting getting hugged by Vivi. You know, he's just ah, you know, freaking out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely enjoying the 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 hug uh, from it. <laughs> then we get this little thing of like, of course, we have to have the res- resolution to this contest between Zoro and Sanji. I forgot this even had a resolution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's like, oh, I won because I bagged a huge rhino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that triggers something in the giant's mind. It's like hunting challenge. Yeah, but- Hmm. What's that all about? And you know, they all say their goodbyes. They're both like, "Okay, we they're, they're our friends, but we can't let them go by themselves with that monster." Uh-oh. And it's like our weapons are been with us. They've had good lives, but if it's That's to help ominous. them, it's worth it. I'm very wonder what's up with that. Yeah, does it does make you curious about like what the setup is? There, there we have it. We have the the Triceratops, who is was considered a rhino, and next yep. to the T Rex that Sanji calls a lizard. <laughs> it's just yeah. like which one's bigger? <laughs> and they actually cut them up and they got loaded up with meat to eat. Hey, yeah, yeah, can't carry any more. Good to so. have. <laughs> there you go. They're Might the, as well cut up giant animals to uh, have it in reserves. That's Oregon Trail logic right there. Yeah. We, we just enjoyed the You're shooting right. mini game and just like, all right, well, I have, you know, 300 pounds of deer meat or animal meat. I only can hold 40, but eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> As they're setting sail through th- to the main ocean, Dory and Bragi are flanking them, looking like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like some sort of Greek thing. Like, don't they have like two giant statues outside of a, Ooh, a harbor? Uh. Just a subtle little thing akin to that. Yeah. They just have this grand declaration. There's one big reason that you little people can't reach the next island. You risked your lives to defend our honor. Now, no matter what, we will we will allow no enemy to trample on our friend's pride. Have mm-hmm. faith in us and sail straight ahead no matter what happens. Yeah, God, the way that they're like, of course, you know, no questions asked. Like, all right, you got it. And sure enough, a thing called the Island Eater appears. And <laughs> it is huge. It's ominous just like the way like the eyes kind of poking out under the water yeah and how it dwarfs even the the giants i love i love the scale of it all just like seeing seeing the going mary just like in sort of the same spread as the giants and the this island eater the the giants just look cool whether it's their posing or their faces 
what a what a way to end this chapter. Ah, uh, it's it's ah, it's just cool. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to chapter one hundred and twenty nine, straight ahead, as we get more of Django's dance paradise. The onion yep. appears. <laughs> yep, and he's just eating, you know. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out. I, I I love we want and and onion finds it. You know, I love that. Just like pointing, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying also, to, just, just trying to enjoy a meal. Yeah, I honestly it looks like a pretty great meal. He's got like eggs and fries and fish, rice. It's looking pretty good. Plus, yeah. he's in with the hip new stuff. At least the restaurant is because Dosakoi mm. Panda's back. Yeah, that's an expensive bowl. I love I love the implication then that sumo wrestling exists in the world of One Piece. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Definitely <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. But getting into the chapter proper, we get to see the full look yeah. at this island eater. And boy, that thing is freaky. Isn't it amazing that they didn't encounter this thing on the way? Well, I guess it's, it's like on the on the other side. I yes, guess? I, that's the implication. Yeah. It stays to the yeah. other side. And it's like, holy crap. All right. That's that's huge. Yep. And it's it's so interesting because it's so subtle in the manga compared to mm-hmm. the anime. Usopp points out it's a huge goldfish. It's a giant goldfish that they're they're dealing yeah. with. And just says, I think I've heard of this somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we'll just I'll just go ahead. They they also mentioned the other other things like it's not just that he's huge that that monster eats whole islands and his poop is truly colossal yeah and missed, remember the, the the time we mistook one for a continent and landed on it yeah it was way back uh, back at Serp Village yeah it's it was one of the tall tales Usopp told Kaya mm-hmm. and they never they I was so shocked to see they don't go back to that they don't have mm-hmm. him like telling that story in the same way the anime does. Where they have a flashback. It's just that I've heard this somewhere before. My big brain theory is that it, the implication is that, that that's uh, because uh, his dad is on Shanks's crew. So it's mm. probably somewhere that Shanks went on his adventures at one point. And then he told and then he learned that story from his dad. That could be. I could yeah. definitely I could definitely see that. It's all connected. But it's also another great moment for Usopp that Nami is panicking and being like, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. And even Usopp <laughs> is sailing like, no, we're straight sailing straight ahead. Yes. And that's huge for Usopp. He's so just like, just, by this point, just like completely won over by the giants. Oh, yeah. He is. He is just enthralled. All, in, all in for the giants. And <laughs> I love this little joke is like, I know, don't panic here. Have the last rice ca- cracker. The next scene you just see her crying as she's eating it. Yeah, it. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> the goldfish is big enough that it could eat Dorian Bragi whole. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. Just like by the complete scale of it. And like you see it on the next on the next page, like the, the going Mary's in its mouth. Yeah. And like the mouth is like an extra probably like three times as tall as, as Doggy and Brory. Yeah. Dorian Broggy. <laughs> you mix up the yeah, names. You know That's I, all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're using something called the legendary spear of the giants of Elbaf, the yep. Hokoku sovereignty. And they just blast a hole yeah. in the middle of the Island eater, sending the ship flying through. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and it made me pop off. Um, because there is a anyone who's caught up will know, uh, and so I won't say who it is. But there's a there's a character later on who uses a move called Ikoku Sovereign uh, Sovereignty, um, which is it's basically like a 
I don't know the, the kanji, but they're kind of, you, you could say it like a different kind of country or, or something along those lines. So I, I didn't realize that that character's attack was a reference to this. Those and, and big brain moves by Oda is ridiculous. Are ridiculous. That character making that reference makes complete sense in context. That <laughs> is amazing. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, I don't think anyone ever brings that up. It's just one of those, one of those cute little nods yeah you reread like that's the thing i can imagine so many people once one piece ends rereading it from the beginning just to pick up on all those little all those yeah yeah and and uh, i i think i forgot to mention the point that that's like it's like 800 chapters from now oh yeah 800 like when you mentioned that i'm like i've not seen that and i made it to like chapter 600 so yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh man that's pretty crazy actually yeah if, if you've um, I'll, I'll mention it after after we after we're done recording because I, I, you would know who it is. I think if you got that far, maybe uh, or yeah. maybe just slipped my mind because I again it's it, well it no was you wouldn't years. you wouldn't have seen the attack but you you would have been known who the character is. I think. Oh okay, huh. yeah, yeah, interesting. You just haven't seen them fight yet. <laughs> I see. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, dwarfs this dwarfs the giants. And yet they this, still take it out in one go, just showing that just true strength. The, that spread, yeah, just blasting a hole through it. It's so mm-hmm. freaking cool. And that, again, I had I, I had kind of remembered the vague order of events, but this sort of like how they left Little Garden, I'd completely forgotten about. Same here, but it's again yeah. really cool and, moments. Like, like what a what a cool like how how could I forget that? It's so that's so memorable and so cool. Yeah, and their weapons are destroyed. And we just get this little epilogue talking about the giants. Yeah, it's nice to get a, like a little resolution for their their characters. Yeah, and I love seeing their boats and how they dwarf mountains. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I just, just such a fun tall tale. You have all yep. these giants hanging out, drinking, just having all those good ones, and talk talk about how that both of them bagged big old monsters and get mm. big prey, and just this tiny little girl says. Which one's bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Just completely nonplussed, not afraid of them. Uh, <laughs> you know, these world infamous pirates. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> you get them laid out, see the sheer size of those monsters, which, again, just indicates their strength. Yep. Especially because it turns out those weren't monsters. That wasn't a monster. It wasn't a mountain that Luffy got caught under. It was yeah. the remains of those monsters that they were fighting over. Yeah. That is so cool to just have that little lore pop yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an extra little bit that you, you didn't need, but yeah. it's nice to have. It, it doesn't and mean anything. You know, it doesn't matter in any grand sense, but it's satisfying in its way. Yeah, yeah. And, and just using using sort of like the kind of the established... Um, we already knew, you know, like the, that these giant skeletons were here and sort of like having that as a connection to the giants in the first place. And mm. it's just like, ah, oh, I can't, they can't even remember. Cause it is, <laughs> it's like, like the source of their rivalry doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. That's just great. And, and I, I love how minuscule it is, but they're like, they're comparing it by two inches. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so, so jolly yet. So petty. Mm-hmm. One last thing I wanted to point out is that I really love that. Like, well, cause I mean, they're, they're going back to fighting here at the, uh, you know, the end of the arc. Um, um, but I, I love that they sort of like they sacrificed their weapons at the end for for Luffy and, and the gang, just like for friendship. Yeah, 
It's and it was sort of like this is the symbol is like, like this is the symbol of our conflict, um, and just like the way that they like throw their broken weapons, you know, like just I don't know. It, it, it feels like they're moving on, but almost not. You know, sort of yeah. Things things change, but they like, stay the same. That, there's not really a way for them to kill each other now. Yeah, exactly. So they they just they just get to punch each other and be best friends. Yeah, and it's a good <laughs> life, <laughs> I guess. But then we return to the going Mary, who's out on on the sea already. And just Usopp and Luffy declaring that someday they're going to go to Elbaf. Yes. <laughs> Will we? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but then already we're starting to see Nami feeling a little under the weather and asks Vivi yep. to keep an eye on the log pose. And we're just sort of reestablishing and getting more of Igarim. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of a... Kind of a oh, that's a fun side quest. All right, we have to. <laughs> the country's in danger. Yes, we gotta we gotta get it. And just this whole idea is like your father is powerless right now. The people must hear the truth from you, or the violence mm-hmm. won't won't end. So no matter what, you must live. You whatever sacrifices you have to make, you have to live. Mm. It's one of those things where it's just everybody settling down again. These these wonderful yeah, moments, sure. and you got everybody gets to chill. Yeah, Sanji feeding them. I love the little thing is like, uh, you know, he personally serves them, but it's like, hey, yours is <laughs> Usopp and Luffy are drooling. And they're like, hey, yours is in the kitchen. They just run yeah. off. <laughs> and then Zoro being a badass, <laughs> he's just throwing around those giant weights. Yep, he's like, if I'd been able to destroy the candelabra, I wouldn't have been delayed so long. Been too mm-hmm. lax, so I got to get strong enough to shatter steel. Oh, boy. Yep. And just seeing him do those sword movements with those huge weights. the leg that he cut himself. Each one is 100 kilograms. Oh, my God. So he's doing that with (laughs) 500 kilograms. Yeah. uh, As one does. My God. Then we get our little indication of what Mr. Two is like. Mr. Two Bon Clay. And, boy, he has a ridiculous (laughs) design. Yeah, only see it from the back. Yeah. Just to get a sense of uh, what they're what they're like, and uh, he's he's like, oh, what's the fuss? You can't can't you kill Mister Three by yourselves? Like, no, we'd be slaughtered. Like, ah, pff, weaklings. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're uh, we're moving up the ranks. Yeah, getting that power scale, and uh, it's 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 pretty cool. Do you know what the um, kanji on the back of his coat is? is says um, <laughs> it's. That's a rabbit hole that I think I'll I'll wait until we see that character again. Um, okay. But it says it, it's like the name of his. Uh, it basically says uh, Okamado, which is like uh, the sort of sort of his his karate style, basically, but is also very tied to what that character's appearance and personality is like. And okay. uh, explaining what that is is a whole can of worms. So that is true. Uh, we we we'll we'll, we'll do it have, later. We'll have words about Mister Two. <laughs> Yeah, I love Mister Two, uh, but oh, I do it's too. Definitely very, uh, yeah. It, it's uh, may, maybe a bit that hasn't aged super well. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. <laughs> but things are not looking good because once this chapter one hundred twenty nine marks the end of Little Garden, but it doesn't really come to a clean end like a lot of the other ones. Yeah, because Nami is burning up with a fever. Yeah, she Oof. is not in great shape. What a way to transition out of that arc. I know. Yeah, it's like oh geez, that's that's not good. Again, another SBS more giving about christening ceremonies for ships. Yeah, it's kind of kind of cool. I I love that. Like Oda has all this stuff that he's just like I don't have like time to show this, you know. Yeah. He he can't quite dedicate panel time to everything that he wants to show. It's fun. It's fun, especially mm-hmm. I love the little reaction of the going merry when the, the the champagne bottle doesn't actually break. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 
chapter 130, Maximum Speed. Maximum Speed. And uh, Django, just as weak as we were saying, because he's getting chased out of town by the three boys. By, by, by children. Yeah, by, by the children he already like, beat, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, he shouldn't be afraid. You know, like, like Usopp's gone, Zoro's gone, you know, all, all of the ones who are actually a threat are gone but so he he could probably like hit the children back or whatever but yeah, yeah. i that's the sense you get it but maybe he's just like well i'm not <laughs> with the crew anymore so i don't care but into the chapter itself uh nami is sick in bed in her room and um of course sanji's freaking out yep <laughs> vivi's giving the th- uh, giving the ideas like oh yeah the, one of the dangers you encounter about uh, on the grand line is sickness caused by extreme weather yeah even the most notorious pirates can get suddenly get sick and die. So, like, okay, is there anybody that knows medicine? And everybody points yeah, I lo- to I Nami. I love everybody just pointing to Nami. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. And, and as, as we see, this whole crew is just, like, it, it's just a ruckus without Nami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, because it's just a complete circus. Luffy's immediately saying, all right, she just needs meat, meat will cure her. And Sanji's like, well, I can give her the basic care, but it's not necessarily going to make her well. And I've even taken extra care to, uh, in the preparation of Nami and Vivi's meals to make sure they're well balanced and had meat and vegetables. If something was going bad, I just fed it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little detail where Luffy's yeah. like, hey, it still tasted pretty good and Usopp's offended. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is, that is... I don't know if that's an uh, indication of something for later. I'm, I'm going to jot that down and, and uh, right. probably see if I can talk about that off, off uh, yeah, yeah. recording. <laughs> it is something funny. But yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, you don't have to worry about her basic nutrition, so we're all good there. But I don't know what she's got, so we're, we're kind of out, out of luck. Yeah. And, and it's definitely bad because she's at 104 degrees, four which, jeez. Yeah. This whole thing is a mess between them being like, okay, it's going to take us a week to get to Alabasta. Mm. And then, you know, Luffy just like, so does it hurt to be sick? And then just Sanji and Usopp like, I don't know. It's it's impressive that not even Usopp has ever been sick. (laughs) Yeah. And the reaction from Vivi is like, are you people even human? (laughs) (laughs) And of course, the sheer panic when she says is like, yes, this is bad. It could kill her. He's like, Navi's gonna die. Uh, we gotta help. Yep. This whole chapter is just chaos. Just how integral Nami is to the crew. <laughs> and even then, she she sits up and says, "Hey, in my desk, there's a newspaper." Mm-hmm. And you find out that things are not going well in Alabasta, where three hundred thousand yeah. soldiers have defected from the royal army, and. It used to be more even split with the Royal Army having 600,000 men and the Rebel Army having 400,000. But now that's uh, skewed a little that's in the favor of the Rebels. Yeah, that's a huge country. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I, I definitely I feel a little bit odd about this being sort of the way to like add tension to the situation where it's like, OK, now, you know, things are getting worse. So we have to rush to Alabasta. I, I guess the character sort of like we're just sort of finding out now what sort of the stakes are in the war and what like the like I guess the balance between each sides and now having no connection to that and now going going from having no connection to oh the tide has shifted is like oh okay yeah it's it's a bit sudden but it's also like Nami did specifically hide it from her and I guess it kind of 
as we'll see, yeah, it kind of like, makes for There's a, nothing you, you could do about it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Know? So don't, no, no need to make VV worry more. Right. Um, but also nice that she's looking out for her. You know? Yeah. Again, shows more of that friendship between the two and also like how selfless Nami is in this situation. But yeah. also, as we'll see later, creates a character beat for VV because mm-hmm. she has this whole thing. It's like, OK, Nami's sick, but I got to end this war because, you know, all my people are just going to be killing each other. Yeah, and Crocodile's going to take over. Yeah. She comes out, and Zora's just like, what are you looking at? What? The ship's going straight ahead. Straight ahead according to what? You have to look at the log pose. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's like, why would you put Zoro in charge of directions? <laughs> yeah, I love, mm. Nami just, I can't take this. My head hurts. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, poor girl. And even just, again, the impressive impressiveness of Nami, where she just, mm-hmm. she's sick, not feeling well, and she just notices the air is different. Yeah. And she's you know, calls all the others out. Apparently, they're going to make a turn to the south. She just, just feels this big wind coming up. And I love also love this little subtle thing of, not even subtle, but Luffy just going up to her and putting her, his hand on her head, head and getting burnt. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a nice way to show how Luffy cares. Yeah, he, he, he even if he's, you know, a, a complete goofball <laughs> mm-hmm. while doing it, but he's he, he, he's trying to care. <laughs> Shows how he cares in a very odd way. Yeah. So they're all taking care of that. Nami's barking out orders. And Vivi's just like, I have to, you know, I have to get back to Alabasta. And she finally comes out and makes an announcement. And I, I love how this is all set up. It's like, okay. Yeah. I know this is selfish after all you've done. My country's in trouble, but there's not a moment to spare. So I want you to sail this, sh- sail this ship at maximum speed and head straight for Alabasta. And you know, he's like, yes, of course. Of course we're going to do that. So let's look for an island with a doctor as soon as possible. Yeah. Because if we're going to get to Alabasta the quickest... We need Nami. That's look at that. The friendship. Yeah, friendship and she's completely not wrong. <laughs> yeah. She's not wrong. Um well and I I I love seeing that like this Vivi is worried, obviously very worried about her country but is willing to like well, we need to like she can't can't sacrifice, you know, the the people who are fighting so hard for you. She's also seeing just we're seeing the bonds form. Yeah, it's the bonds. And it, it 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 feels good, especially to mm-hmm. see how far we've come from when we she was first introduced. Yeah, it feels. Like, I mean, it feels like she's already part of the crew, even though it really hasn't been that long. You know, it's like thirty like chapters. Thirty chapters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she already feels just like one of the gang. Yep. And Usopp's on. Sh- like, you know, it's like, you sure about this? It's like, it's why we need it. And Sanji's like, yep, I like you. We're all about this. Everybody's sort of behind her. Yeah. And even Nami finally admits that I don't think I'm completely well yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then that that page where you see the giant cyclone. Yeah. Holy crap. What a, like, I, I love these moments where you could just see, like, you know, Nami's not strong or anything, but seeing the way she just can pick up on the weather. Yeah. And, and is- Vivi's little comments to herself is like, Girl doesn't just use the wind and sky to predict the weather. It's so she feels it in her bones. Like, that's cool. I'm sorry. That is cool. That sounds like foreshadowing for something. I don't think it is. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is a line that sounds suspicious. We're just like, oh, that's weird. Um, but I never took it as yeah. that. I think I, I thought it, I, to me, I just took it as that's just like a, she's a how good she is. Yeah. It, it makes sense why Arlong wanted to keep a hold of her so, yeah. so much. Seeing that in action is really cool. Like, this is 
this is Nami's knowledge coming into play. And it, it like, we sort of, it, it was kind of used as a gag when they first got to the Grand Line, where it was like, you know, like, oh, okay, she doesn't know everything. But no, you know, her, her knowledge is still very, very capable and very, like, central to mm-hmm. uh, this crew. And, like, that's sort of the, it, it's cool to see that. Yeah, now that things have calmed down from that insanity at the beginning, she's getting a sense of the Grand Line. And you can see yeah. that it's it's her growth mm-hmm. that we're getting here. So that, that's pretty cool. I, I wonder, how how do you sail blindly? Because they did not not mark the next island. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just out there. All right. They're just looking for, they're just honestly keeping an eye out for an island that they can go to as they, as they go along. Mm-hmm. And the next day, it's already snowing, so that's not good. And <laughs> we end with Zoro saying, "Hey, is there somebody standing out there? What? What is that? I what have, is that? I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> cliffhanger! Like my God. Yeah, I've got. All right, okay. <laughs> We've got nothing. Like it's it's both nothing and everything. It's like, wait a second, we're in the middle of the ocean. How is somebody standing out there? Yeah, like okay, all right, yeah." Again, it really feels like these sorts of like transitionary chapters. Like I, I really don't remember that much at all. So yeah, <laughs> there's so many surprises where I'm like, oh, okay, that's what happened. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's oh. funny that I, I remember all of the major beats, but yeah, some of the stuff is still very new. Mm-hmm. And it's what makes it so much fun to reread, even though mm. like you read, you've caught up, and I've gotten up to. Punk Hazard. Yeah, there's still... I feel like I could read it again, and I would still find new stuff. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Got one more SBS. Again, nothing too crazy, except we did get birthdays for everybody. Uh, Luffy is May 5th. Zoro is November 11th. Nami is July 3rd. Usopp is April 1st. Sanji is March 2nd, and all of those have meanings, which is a thing that is very common, at least shown in... Yeah, they're all they're all puns, basically. Yeah, I mean, Usopp being April 1st, full April Fool's Day, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, but something, uh, if, if I can explain it, because I actually, I, 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 I get it. Oh, okay. So in Japanese, there are multiple ways of pronouncing, like, 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- those can change based on context or what kind of, like, count, like whatever you're counting, you know, the pronunciations of those numbers can change. But but something very simple, like Luffy, you know, May 5th, so 5 is go. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, wait, wait, May 5th. Oh, that is weird. So that'd be... It, uh, that might have been a typo. I'll use a different example, uh, for like for Sanji. Uh, so that's March 2nd. So San, 3, that's March. And then G can be 2. Oh, oh my yeah, god. A, so it's a, just his name. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. And and same for um, Nami, July 3rd. So th- Mi uh, is like short for Mitsu, which can be three. And then Na can be short for like Nana, which is seven. So July. Wow. St- stuff like that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's really, really in the weeds there. Uh, I, yeah. I thought Luffy's was supposed to be May 6th. So I don't know if that's like a typo or a mistake because it was I thought it was Go for five and then Mu for six, Mutsu. So that would be Gomu, Gomu. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That it would be that. I'm gonna look that up now. <laughs> I thought that's what it was, but yeah, it could it could be wrong. Oh no, okay, yeah, no, the the wiki says it's May 5th, so maybe maybe hmm. I was wrong about that. I don't know, but either way, that's the type of puns we're working with. Japanese puns are very really hard yeah, to translate. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of thing that could be completely innocuous if you didn't know. With all those birthdays. But that is it for the the, uh, the little garden arc. And we got our... Yeah, we wrapped up a whole arc. Yeah. And we have a, our setup for 
ostensibly the next arc, but we don't even know what it is. We're not even on an island. <laughs> so we yeah, got, we're just in the middle. It's snowing. They're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we, we just know we got to get, we got to find a doctor and get Nami better. And yep. honestly, I like the art coming up. Yeah, I, I actually I remember very little about this one, so I'm excited to uh, hop back into it. I I remember the basics, and I remember some of the the obstacle. We'll, we'll put it this way. Yeah. We'll put it that way. The, the obstacle, just so we don't completely throw it off uh, yeah, for people we'll who have not we'll read see. before. And I, yeah. I remember having a good time. So it'll mm-hmm. be fun to see the manga differences this time around and uh, see all that. But. Mm-hmm. With that, but but I believe with that we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 126 to 130 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at Bitnerd Games on YouTube or Bitnerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everybody find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter. Talk about all the usual uh, anime manga games in my job. Uh... I had I had some work related announcements go up today, but I don't think they're anything too crazy. Uh... Yeah, uh, just look at my social media for that. I'm not like, oh, yeah, got to go check this thing out. <laughs> um, I'm just plugging away on all the usuals, basically. Yeah, getting caught up and get, uh, putting out the consistent good content. So definitely yeah. uh, check out Brandon. Enjoy that over there. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 131 to 135 of One Piece. Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. So let me see if I understand. The report you gave me was a complete lie? Well, yeah. When you put it that way, I guess the report wasn't the truth. But now I've gotten rid of that straw hat for sure. So there's no need for you to send anyone else after him or the others. Very well. Take the pose and head straight to Alabaster from there immediately. Do you understand me?